Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy, a Bachelor newbie. And I'm Christy, a veteran. Join us as we take on season 25 of The Bachelor together. Hey everyone, welcome to week 10, our fantasy suites week. Oh boy, our fantasy suites. Oh man. Any... I mean, Go ahead, please. I was just going to say an exciting week for Matt. Uh, an exciting and not week so for much Matt. for the women. A terrible week for the women, a terrible week for us. Yes. Uh, before we jump into this sordid episode, uh, any external drama we should be aware of? Well, I didn't know if we wanted to talk about this this week or next week, but... At the, after the final rose taping, they supposedly named the next Bachelorette. Oh, really? So I didn't know if it was appropriate to do it this week or next week. Is that, is that official or is this just a scoop you've gotten from like Reality Steve or somebody? Oh, no, this is not, hasn't been announced by the show yet. Oh, okay, okay. Um, are you saying you might reveal it? If you wanted to or we can wait. Uh, I guess we should probably wait until next week. Uh, I guess make a note of that so we don't forget about it. Um, oh, we won't forget. <laughs> well, you won't, it'll, for, you won't. No, it'll be in the show. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, okay, yes, I'm sorry. Everybody, again, I'm stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I guess we can talk about that next week, which actually might be two weeks from now or one and a half weeks from now because that episode is like three or four hours right which includes the final episode plus the after the final rose yeah it's three hours on monday yeah so this is a real labor of love so whether we end up making that into one episode or two episodes uh, i don't know yet but i'm sure we will get to that at some point in the future since it's kind of slightly important and also part of the show the only other thing was chris harrison who went on gma (laughs) and did you watch this i did i don't know was was there any was there a longer interview than the five minute or so clip that i saw okay that was it i this was weird to me like it was all chopped up into these weirdly edited segments and chris harrison's whole demeanor was like really rehearsed and calculated i just i don't know that that's the vibe he should have been going for yeah is that something that they're sort of doing now on good morning america and not presumably they're mostly like remote remotely interviewing people is that something that they're doing where they're kind of chopping things up like that normally or is that a I... chris harrison specific thing I don't know because I don't watch GMA usually. I I guess with COVID, maybe they're doing more of it that way. But yeah, I would probably suspect that might be the case. But yeah, he just... maybe he should just never do an interview again. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought it seemed like he was being held at gunpoint, <laughs> like so someone on the other side was just like making sure he said certain buzzwords. It was very strange, even like the cadence of his speech. Yeah, if I had to guess, he was probably reading off of a teleprompter or, you know, 
sheet or something like that to make sure that he he had everything yeah it did seem i guess maybe the word i might use is uh rehearsed yeah <sighs> did not seem very sincere what are you talking about it's, he seemed very, very sincere to me. Sincere that he wanted to keep his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did notice that little comment he made, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, at this point, he probably should just not do interviews for a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I w- I really wish that interview had been like live. Like I know they show it later, but just one continuous thing. He probably did it on the condition that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't uh, can't have any faux pas like the Rachel Lindsay interview. That would not be great for the old image. Yeah, I just still think that he just keeps digging himself this hole that did was not necessary to be dug. Yeah, I just keep thinking about, like, the whole Rachel Kirkconnell thing. Like, Chris really blew that up way bigger than it ever would have been. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I keep saying. It's, like, <laughs> qualifying it, obviously, about just how, like, it was stupid that she did all of those things. But he really did fan those flames so much by just sort of injecting his, or at least what seemed to be his hurt. <laughs> into into the conversation uh and really just escalated things and so i I, again still i have way more problem with him than than her even though like i just i personally don't think that she adds a whole lot to the show like i just feel like she's kind of boring and she's not even that pretty in my opinion like (laughs) again I'm sorry, guys, I'm being mean. <laughs> and obviously, looks and all of that are our preferences. And maybe yeah. she's wonderful and we don't get to see everything. But even stuff like in this episode that we'll talk about later, it's just like, man, I just, I'm not really sure how she made it this far. Yeah, she's not that interesting, at least what we're being shown on camera. Yeah. So I, I've yet to see why Matt likes her so much exactly but yeah no chris seems determined because he i guess he he really took things personally against himself and against the show as well which i mean if you look back i think that there are indicators that he's been problematic in the past and Mm -hmm. that the show has very much been problematic in the past so i don't I always shake my head a little bit when, or if people, or, or even Chris himself, acts all shocked about how, like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe, like, people would have a problem with this. I'm like, well, like, your show's been kind of propagating a lot of these issues here, mister. Uh, you shouldn't be so surprised. But he always is surprised. Yeah, I've run out of things to say about Chris. <laughs> Christy is just so over it, people. So over it. Hmm. Uh, well, next week we won't see him. So I guess we still don't know who's going to be the actual host 
the bachelorette we don't know if he's coming back or if they'll get somebody else well he will he still show up in the two-person date like finale oh, that's true yeah he'll bit. still be there for that but then nope bye-bye for the after the final rose and then maybe bye-bye forever though i doubt that because people be crazy but how about this episode christy Hmm. Well, we see that they are rooming together again, so which is just awful. Yes. They don't usually do this, but they kind of started this last year with Peter's season. They had the final three women bunking together. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, and it was even more awkward actually than this year because one of the final three was a virgin and she was very worried about what peter was doing with the other women <laughs> and it was a whole big thing <laughs> oh my word and she had to like watch them come back into the room after their overnights it oh dear <laughs> kind of like this year that's unfortunate yeah these these there was a lot of tension yeah, this is just producers being extra cruel. <sighs> How dare they? I do not appreciate that whatsoever. Yeah, but there was definitely, I mean, I don't know, is this is this sort of a usual level of tension? I mean, I feel like I would probably be pretty upset if I knew that, like, the person I was dating was off sleeping with somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, but usually they don't see each other at all until the final three rose ceremony. Oh, really? Okay. So they're okay. just kind of by themselves. They have their date. They go back to their hotel or whatever because usually it's in some foreign country. Okay, so this really is quite cruel. Yes. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. And so Chris arrives and drops off a date card for Michelle. Yeah, which she probably felt quite good about because I don't imagine you'd really want to go last. In that no. <laughs> First is the only acceptable position here. Yeah, that just uh, with everything, with everything else, the year that happens in these fantasy suites yeah you definitely want to be person number one for sure <laughs> uh, yeah so i just before we move on to the next thing i just have to say that this sentence from matt when he says there's three women i could see myself marrying is just so absurd <laughs> you only hear that on the bachelor yeah that's that's quite bizarre nothing that a normal person would would say but every bachelor says this though it's so ridiculous <laughs> this simultaneous dating is so bizarre and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> hmm. yeah so then you were telling me sorry go ahead no go i didn't i was just gonna say combo with his dad yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. Um, is this something that happens where if they're, if, like, the lead is, was raised by a single parent that they go out and, like, find the 
No. One who's run away. This is... This is odd. I, a lot of people on Twitter were upset that ABC is, like, perpetuating the absentee black father stereotype here when we've barely gotten to know anything about Matt. And then the one time they do decide to show more, it's this. Mm -hmm. So this this was a bit odd and also probably shouldn't have been aired, in my opinion. This felt very invasive. Yeah, I mean, it's the sort of conversation that would benefit from and should have privacy. <laughs> Particularly if, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I sort of got the impression that Matt really hadn't talked to him much or at all since childhood and maybe yeah, you know maybe i'm wrong know. but uh it, yeah it did feel very weird and as you said invasive to kind of be like oh yeah you haven't seen him in years but here he is work out your issues Ta -da. yeah i felt like these two needed therapy and just it just felt exploitative too like, I don't know if Matt's inexperience with being on a show like this caused him to be like, oh, yeah, uh, I, the producers think this would be a good idea. But I don't yeah. think it was. I mean, I, I would agree with you that it was not a good idea. Uh, as I've said before, and I th think most people would acknowledge, at least to some extent, the show is pretty exploitative uh, but this did sort of take it to a, a whole nother a whole nother level yeah we're getting into the weeds with his dad cheating and yeah his dad cheating and like starting other families yeah dad not being there for him it was just rough I also wish that they had not aired this. This was definitely a conversation that should have happened in private, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to read what Matt said about this. Um, he went on Twitter and said, Tonight's convo with my dad was hard to experience, and it's just as hard to watch all this time later, especially knowing the world is watching with me. I just wanted to say that too often we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media, and they have consequences when presented without context. All I hope is that people watch that conversation with nuanced care and also an understanding that there are real systemic issues at play. I'm so proud of myself for being vulnerable. I'm so proud of my mother. I wouldn't be who I am without my dad. That's a fact. Hmm. Interesting. So it almost sounds like he is a little unhappy that this whole thing happened. I mean, I don't know what it was like behind the scenes with bringing his dad in, but... Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. The one thing that I kind of, really kind of raised my eyebrows when, when he was talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I don't know if I... that was maybe something that, like he did at one point with his father maybe like i it just seemed like such a weird like out of left field thing like and so specific right because if if you were can be like oh i should celebrate something like you would not choose chuck e cheese and my 
correct? <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> Which is why I, I thought that there there must be some sort of other significance to that from his childhood or something for him to bring that up. Yeah, he also brought up the shoes thing that like his dad would drop off shoes but not stick around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. This was just hard to watch. Yep. Welcome to The Bachelor. <sighs> so, I don't know if it was the same day as this happened or the next day, but Michelle, Michelle's date is next. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, Michelle, I would you have enjoyed this date christy <laughs> i would not <laughs> i i just they they had a pennsylvania dutch spa day that the whole thing was just gross it was dairy finish it was dairy yeah <laughs> like matt arrives wearing a very ugly sweater <laughs> Dingy green so, slash yellow. So mean, Christy. <laughs> oh, and they have like all these weird like food vats. Like there's some <laughs> gloppy looking oatmeal mixture they yeah, put was, their feet in. Yeah, it was like a, a milk and oatmeal sort of foot bath or something. Yeah, it was very lumpy. <laughs> you didn't, you wouldn't like that. Uh, and then they like rubbed butter all over themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just 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 for if if any of you do not actually watch the episode or don't see this clip, yes, it was they were literally rubbing butter all over themselves. Uh, so they would lay there and like sort of in in the position you'd be if you were getting a massage yes uh, and the other would be like rubbing sticks of butter all over them <laughs> so, so many pounds of butter i know it was i mean it was an, an absurd amount of butter sticks that they Just, that they had there <laughs> i could not i could not deal with that it was so gross <laughs> yeah that's not really the first thing i think of when i'm like hmm if i really want to be romantic experience something romantic what should i do i don't really think oh let me just go rub butter on somebody it's no not, not... Mm, no yeah they were just glistening like so <laughs> shiny <laughs> yeah they also uh <clears throat> they also had that whole like it was a giant tub of milk too that they ended yes. up getting in which was just totally absurd as well <laughs> yeah that might have been the least gross of the three things but still ridiculous yeah it, it was just one of those it was like a giant sort of metal metal tub just huge full of milk 
I can't even imagine the the actual amount in gallons of milk that they're just sitting in that thing. Yeah. Ugh. What a waste. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bizarre. And, I don't know, kind of along the lines of some of the other th things that they've done, I think, where perhaps they have lost some of their creativity and were like, uh, we can't go anywhere exotic. What what can we do? Like, what rooms do they have in this resort? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I heard people on the internet talking about how this resort has lots of things to do. So wondering why they're not utilizing more of it. I don't know. I do not know. Particularly when they had to, like, go to the whole bug date thing <laughs> that we saw in the, oh, yeah. in the uh, cut footage from the Women Tell All episode. Yeah. So strange. I don't know if you have anything else about no. the dairy day. Um, I think they, they talk some after with more platitudes about... Yep kissed a lot relationship yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then just uh... a nighttime part that hurts me christy that hurts me what every about time. it every time somebody shares their feelings with him and he's like thank you for sharing that a little part of me dies well this time she said it you are correct, yes. Because um, I believe he was talking about uh, the conversation he had with his father. Uh, so, yeah. just so everybody knows, since she seems to be like a... she, She's a, uh, somewhat of a normal person. She actually uses things in the correct context. So, he had just shared this thing about his his father and the issues that he had like with their relationship right and how i guess he was worried that he would be sort of a new version of his father i guess uh and after that she was like thank you you know thank you for sharing that with me which <laughs> was actually <laughs> an appropriate usage yes of that unlike matt it's like where somebody's like oh my goodness i i'm falling for you or like wow man i love you and then he's like beep boop beep boop boop thank you for sharing that with me <laughs> mm, yeah <sighs> really great and as uh as i believe abby said this um, our great guest from our previous episode he really is and he's not he's not a lawyer he's a real estate person but he is very much uh that sort of lawyer speak in that he sort of just says a lot of stuff that kind of sounds vaguely nice <laughs> but yeah. doesn't really mean anything most yeah, of the time there's no, no substance uh and so i have noticed that that sort of thing happens a, f a fair amount when he's talking to these these people um but i will i will ask you 
that's right they had this this super romantic dinner blah 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 blah, blah. um and then he like pulls out that envelope that's like a that's like a bachelor thing right yes it's another ceremonial thing where they always like pretend oh what's this envelope that's here and then they pull out this card with the same handwriting which is not <laughs> which is not chris's even though it's signed by him at the bottom with an old-fashioned key that doesn't fit any modern hotel room either <laughs> oh wow he had just one two punch in here yeah <sighs> and they all pretend not to like because basically as i understood it right it's like are you guys going to sleep with each other or not that... yeah but they all pretend like oh i just want some deep conversations I want yeah. to progress our relationship yeah okay just... come on people <laughs> i don't believe that for a second and so as somebody with a lot more experience with the show is this something that ever gets turned down by people where the bachelor brings out the envelope and he's like oh let's go sleep together and the lady or i guess with the bachelorette because presumably the same sort of sequence happens with the bachelorette um it does does it ever happen where the the other person is like no actually i think we should just have our separate rooms um every once in a while like very rarely like the girl i told you about last season who was the virgin Mm mm-hmm at dinner, he Peter admitted that he had been intimate with other people. And so, <laughs> oh, that's, a ter- that's a terrible admission. So they didn't even get to the point where he, he pulls out the envelope. Like oh, they no. just like parted ways that night. Oh no! Yeah, it was a whole thing. So very rarely that'll happen, but usually people jump at the chance. I imagine so. After weeks and weeks and weeks of just yo-yoing emotions and stuff right because presumably as you were saying it's about it's about a week because you have the date and then you're telling me they have a day off right yeah theoretically there's a day in between fantasy suite dates so basically this is highly scandalous but it's basically date he sleeps with one of them day off date he sleeps with another one of them. Day off, date, he sleeps with another one of them. And then maybe another day off, and then rose ceremony, he sends one of them home. Yeah. Busy week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> yeah, that's not something that seems particularly normal, but I guess here we are. Only on The Bachelor. Although maybe no, I feel I feel like in real life people do this sort of thing too. Yeah, it's just not usually as uh, out in the open necessarily. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So she did. Yeah. Cause okay. Yeah. See. I this is I think this is where what I was talking about. So she did. She share she thanked him for sharing stuff with her in an appropriate context, and then later because she told him, she told him directly that she was in love with him, and that's when he was like, "Thank you for sharing that with me." Yes, that was the next morning after they woke up. She says, "I'm in love with you," 
And he says, thank you for sharing that again with me. <laughs> oh, my word. I, uh, Matt. No. <laughs> he just needs a new phrase. Like, I, like, The Bachelor is not supposed to return, oh, I'm in love with you too at this point, because that would give away who he picks. But still, he needs something else I mean, to respond look, with. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna say this later, like after we've been through some stuff. But I mean, I'm pretty confident as to who he picks. Uh, but yeah, after they, uh, yeah, so so much kissing, you guys. I mean, just so much freaking kissing all over the place. Ugh. Yes. I I just after Michelle got back to the other two of them. Like he, we, I I found this pretty funny actually. Uh, that they sort of throughout this whole thing they sort of intercut, like the mental and psychological decline of Rachel, <laughs> like yes. as it, <laughs> as it as it continued further and further. Uh, you know, because obviously like Michelle gets back and is talking with them and. Right, they don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to say our, yeah, like, I just, like, spent the night having sex with The Bachelor, like, it was great, wonderful, yeah, I'm so happy, like, instead it's more like, yeah, like, yeah, we just had, like, some great conversation, and, like, had a really good time, uh, but, yeah, Brie and Rachel were not particularly. <laughs> I, this was just, okay. I feel like these people should know what they signed up for. Like, if you make it this far, you know this is a thing. And yet they're acting like, oh, I can't, don't want to think about him being with, like, this is, like, you're going to be one of those people soon, <laughs> within two days. <laughs> like, Look, this just doesn't make sense to us because we are not highly evolved enough to understand, apparently. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't tell me, Rachel asked what they did either. Yeah, I'm just making it worse. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you don't ask that. You you don't ask that. That is just a this is a do not ask, do not tell situation. Okay, you don't need to like. So what you really think the the lady's gonna be like telling you about like their sexual experiences? with the bachelor no she's gonna be like yeah we had great conversation like we we went to the spa and like had an oatmeal bath like we had a great dinner why are you doing this to yourself why it's just torture why self-inflicted <laughs> torture <sighs> yeah but how about this breed date tell me about about this well it's a hiking slash day camping date mm. this i mean has matt ever be has matt ever been on a hike before i am skeptical <laughs> <laughs> i don't think brie has either but i don't know this was just another ran out of ideas date <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They didn't. There wasn't much there. Like they built a fire. Yeah, I mean, there. It was basically right. So, 
they're walking through the woods with their packs, like, saying innuendos, of course. They, like, get to this fire pit. Matt lies about his camping abilities. Then he knows how to pitch a tent. You know, they finally put the tent together. More innuendos sitting there. Uh... (laughs) She kind of freaks out for a little bit because she thinks they're going to actually have to stay there overnight. Yeah, which would be the worst fantasy suite of all time. I know. That's what I was te- <laughs> That's what I was telling you as we were watching. I was like, man, if they actually made them sleep there, like that would be I would feel so incredibly angry and shortchanged. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, like, everybody else, like, gets this comfortable bed. Like, I don't think they even, and obviously, I, mean, I guess it, it makes perfect sense since they weren't staying out there for very long. But, like, they, it didn't look like they had, they had, they were, like, sleeping bags, but they didn't have any sort of sleeping pads at all. So they would have been directly on the ground. <laughs> like, it, it would have been so bad. And I would not have blamed her for being super angry if they had forced her to do that. But thankfully not. Yeah, I feel like if you get this date, you gotta be thinking, uh, am I at the bottom of the totem pole? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dang. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. But no, thankfully they were able to hike back in time to, uh, to do some other stuff. Yep, they went to dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Ree says if Matt got down on one knee, I would say yes. Yeah. Bold the, statement. <laughs> these, these women are all very enthusiastic about him. And he's not quite as enthusiastic. <laughs> no. Especially when, like, Bree asked how, how he feels about an engagement. That's <laughs> such a great question. That's like, that's what he does so much too. He's like, oh wow, what a great question. Proceeds not to answer it. No, <laughs> like he talks about what long term commitment looks like, and then launches into the same convo he had with Michelle about his dad and not wanting to be like him and getting over the hump. Yeah, is. Bree Bree's the one too who had the single mom, right? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. That's what I that's what I thought. So yeah, that I mean that was sort of a a way that they connected. Yeah. She says she is so in love with him. They don't show like Matt's response to that other than like making <laughs> out, but in a voiceover <laughs> he says it's a great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that Poor hurts. Brie. That hurts so bad. Yeah, because Brie, like, Brie gave up her job because she was going to be gone for too long, and so they she sort of went on furlough for a bit and then ended up giving it up. Uh, so, I don't know. She, she She seems like she's here for the right reasons, but she's not really getting a whole lot a whole lot back from him you know (laughs) nope other than a lot of making out yes so much so much making out (laughs) yep she accepts the fantasy suite key of course surprise surprise i would personally love the uninterrupted time 
hang out and talk. <laughs> to uh, and I'm putting this in the heaviest air quotes of all time. Hang out. <laughs> yes, because uh, we definitely don't know what that is talking about. They show the next morning. Bree says it was everything I expected and a little more. I got to know really intimate parts about him. Yeah. Anatomically. I kind of wonder, I always wonder when this episode airs, like, how many of the three did he actually have sex with? Because it's not always all three. I mean, look, I would not be surprised with Matt if it was all three. I wouldn't be either, but... <laughs> Boy, is that so cruel to do that and then dump her. I Well, don't, don't give any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Christy. How dare you. No, it, it is like, that is just fundamentally very strange. As again, right, We theoretically we don't actually know because the fantasy suites is a time when obviously we get to see the lead up and the day portion of the date and the their dinner and all of that but if they actually do share the room you don't get to see you know the majority of that so theoretically he could be incredibly just chaste and appropriate <laughs> i doubt that but, but based on based on uh, other things that we have seen, uh, I suspect not, but I guess who who knows? <laughs> and then, of course, just intercut with the unraveling of Rachel. <laughs> yeah, complaining again that she hasn't gotten her chance. Like, your chance is coming in 12 hours or whatever, like... <laughs> Yeah, she just seemed, I don't know if she just sort of psyched herself out or what happened. Because, like, yeah, she was really freaking out uh, just in general about how, like, he was spending this time with these other two and everything. Like, this is literally yeah. the entire concept of the show. He's exactly. dating a million people simultaneously and then eliminates them as he goes and then finally potentially proposes to one that's the whole point yeah but the entire geez. premise and setup of the show <laughs> I, I just had to laugh at these lines coming from her i know this is love <laughs> i can't live without him i'm scared he's going to hurt me so tell me about this rachel date because i got a big kick out of this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very awkward at first. Like, she just, like, walks up to him. Normally, they're, like, running and jumping and... Yeah, just... like, Bree, I think, was the one, right, who jumped into his arms. Yeah, they always do that hug-jump thing. <laughs> but she just walks up to him and it's very, like, icy and frosty <laughs> between them. <laughs> and then they start making ceramics, yeah. which <laughs> but... look like... Looked like a fun activity. <laughs> the most unenthusiastic pottery making I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I know. She just looked so sullen. Like, you're literally with him. This is what you were complaining about. You finally have your time. 
And, <laughs> and he just, Matt just kept looking at him like, uh, what? Uh, what's going on over here? Are you okay? <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> yeah. She finally got up and I guess asked to talk with him and just unloaded, basically. So this week was unbearable. I know you have to explore things. Um, I guess Matt was nice about it. He brings up like how he felt when she fell out of the, from the parachute again. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's completely in love with him. I don't remember what he said after that, but probably just making out. Well, so here's the thing, and I should have written this down more specifically, and this is what I was going to mention earlier is that because he i believe and i'm sure i'll be corrected by our eagle-eyed listeners here but i believe he actually had an itm after that uh because i was thinking last night about how rachel was really the only one that he's actually and he hasn't necessarily like entirely reciprocated to her but he's like She's the only one that he's really, like, made it more clear that, like, he actually likes her, right? Because, like, all the other ones, he's just like, thank you for sharing that, like, or with uh, Brie about how, like, in the interview, like, man, it, it feels so good to, like, have somebody feel that way about you. But really nothing from his perspective. Uh, but I believe we actually got a little bit, and again, I believe it was in quick itm where he actually did s say something more substantive uh yeah and then also like on their first one-on-one -on -one, he did return like i'm falling for you too which i think rachel's the only one he said that too yeah which is why again just more like confirmation that i think i'm right <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> Which is a bummer, right? Because I, I do think that, like, Michelle is way, way more interesting of a person. Um, For sure. Plus, like, if the apocalypse happens, like, she's pretty jacked. Like, she could protect you. <laughs> <laughs> she's just a funny person from what I've seen. Like, yeah. It's a real bummer <laughs> that Rachel seems to be the favorite. But, oh, well stuff happens yeah at, at night time matt literally has the same copy and pasted <laughs> convo from the previous two days yes you <laughs> you did dad. say you did say you're like he's he said this exact same thing two other times <laughs> <laughs> yeah almost word for word yep yeah that was uh I mean, I guess it's kind of maybe tough to spin it in a different way. It's just weird for us watching, being like, "Yeah, wow, you just like," again, sort of going back to the uh, hometowns where the one dad was like, "Like, what are you doing here? Like, are you like, why are you like, why do you even like my daughter? Like, you have these all these other women," <laughs> and he was just saying the exact same thing: copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. <sighs> must be hard to be the bachelor so 
So strange. Apparently. <laughs> yes, more more kissing. And I do they just do the fireworks to be like, ah, she's the favorite. Like what is the deal with that? Cuz they were lighting off fireworks in the evening think, for them. I think it's kind of like a euphemism maybe. I don't know if it's necessarily I mean she's the favorite, but mm. Ugh, so many euphemisms this show. Our poor poor listeners. Hopefully they are more innocent and pure than we are and did not notice them. <laughs> huh. Hopefully not. Yeah, the uh, just kind of strange to see they just like totally cut out the next morning <laughs> yeah it was just maybe they were short in time but well you gotta have the the rose ceremony right and i can't can't uh get off the schedule again here so late no. in the game. <laughs> <laughs> we which i that. mean i feel like they should have just like honestly why they couldn't have just shown like a, an external shot of Matt, like seeing his father, going up to his father, and then like showing them like walk into a building, and then just cut from that. I feel like that would have been way more productive. Yeah, although I guess then we would have all been speculating, like what did they talk about? <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, but I feel like that would have been a lot more respectful. Well, yeah, and they could have still left, you know, the same edit of him talking about how you know he was talking with his dad about you know just trying to resolve some of these things like that it would still apply uh i just feel like it probably would have been better to do that uh and let sort of matt share about it on his own terms uh versus kind of shoving it in our faces and and in their faces as well and then we could have gotten the morning after footage from the rachel date <laughs> yes we missed out on kissing yeah they, yeah <laughs> i'm very i'm very irritated because you know that kisses were happening that morning and you know that they have them on film they have them but no so my kiss count is incomplete from this week because of this i'm very mm. angry i wonder like, if they had shown that, would it have been too obvious? Maybe. Maybe. And maybe that's maybe that's why they didn't. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I guess unless there are any other things that we should talk about uh, about these dates, I guess let's talk about this rose ceremony. Yep. Matt, before he handed out the roses, he said, didn't think it was possible to have strong feelings for multiple people. Hmm. Doubt. yeah michelle michelle got the first rose Mm -hmm. and as as we were watching this he said well bye bye brie (laughs) look (laughs) i as i've said before i am i am leaning pretty strongly towards rachel being the final choice and so I just was looking at those three women, and I was like, "Well, if he gives, if he uh, if he gives the rose to one of the other two, like the first rose to one of the other two, then you just you just automatically know the other lady is screwed because, <laughs> of course, it's gonna be Rachel. Yeah, and, Rachel's not and, going home. <laughs> and somebody, 
Yeah, I felt a little bit bad for that. Yeah, because I just like, yeah, he's like, well, bye bye, Bree. <laughs> and what do you know? Here goes Rachel. <laughs> Is this, uh, because you were talking about like the breakup bench, I guess. Is that sort of a normal thing as well in the final three? Yeah, as you, as you get down to the end, they tend to do this. Mm. We didn't get it last week with Serena, but that's because she walked like, him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't usually see that. But after hometowns, usually there's a bench there too. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. And so they just like talk about, oh, like, I'm so sorry to like send you away. But I just, I have strong feelings for these other people. Is that kind of normally the, yeah. the deal? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, there's not much to say. It's just... It's <laughs> just rough to have it happen after Fantasy Suites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because he didn't really even have much to give her in terms of, like, why. <laughs> no, he said there was no particular reason or justification, so just likes the other two more mm-hmm. wow that is hard for Bree <laughs> particularly since she gave up her job I know that looks like a really bad decision now <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we at the time we said that that was a very bad decision <laughs> yes but it really is now was not worth it I mean, I guess it depends. Did her did her social media profile expand a lot? Well, I, I know it probably didn't it, as much as some of the others, but no, the women of color are always much lower. I'm sure she got some though. Maybe enough to sell some products. <laughs> <laughs> hold her, hold herself over until she finds another, another job. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll be fine. But I'm sure I she'll think... be on paradise. Oh, interesting. When 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 does that happen in terms of timing? I think they film it in June. Maybe I think that's it. Airs like August. Okay, so it it goes Bachelor, a little bit of a break. Bachelorette break, Bachelor in Paradise. Is that correct? Well, actually, after Bachelorette ends, it goes straight into Paradise. Oh, really? U- usually, yeah. And is that like an every year thing? Yeah, it has been for the last six years or so. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess what you're saying is, Bree, don't go get another dream job here just yet. <laughs> no, maybe wait a few months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that whole, it's strange to me. The whole, like, oh, okay, well, get on one show so that, like, you can increase your profile and then you get set home, but then you get, like, called back to either The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise. Like, it's a whole ecosystem. Uh, Once you're in, you're in. A terrifyingly exploitative ecosystem. Yes. Uh, uh, 
deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> so incredibly uncomfortable. But yeah, so down to the final two. Michelle Young and Rachel Kirkconnell. I don't even know how old is Rachel. Is she I wanna say young? like mid twenties, maybe. Okay. I feel like she's a bit on the younger side. Yes. I wanna say, I um, wanna say she's twenty four because wasn't weren't people saying that she was twenty one when she went to that party? Oh. And that was three years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's probably right. So she's probably around 24. That's pretty young. And I have no idea how Michelle, how old Michelle is, but she does seem like a bit she's older. She's late 20s. Or at least more mature, perhaps. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, whole, that's the whole thing. Is, And I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't, like, put my stuff on the show because, like, Obviously, I never would go on the show, but it's just so strange to me how you go on the show and don't end up picking actual women, <laughs> right? And and maybe this is mean to say, but like a lot, it, it seems like a lot of the time, a lot of these people are sort of more towards the children end of spectrum, just like being either like being really young in age or just sort of like maturity level. Uh, it's just why, like, you should just choose an actual, like, a woman. Well, the problem is most of the people coming on the show are not actually looking to get married right now. They're there to be influencers. So that's why so many of them are, like, early 20s, mid-20s, just there to grow a following. I hate it, Christy. I hate it. You just have to look at it through a different lens. The show is not about love. <laughs> Well, and I've I've talked about that a lot in the past. Well, is there anything else we should cover before I go to my kiss count? No, I think we got everything. Okay. This is a pretty short episode this week. It's all fast and furious. I hate to say this, people, but I have 33. Wow. As the number. <laughs> Of the new record for a week. Yes, well, that's uh, that is over double our previous highest. <laughs> yeah, well, we had to make up for last week, which had done. That is true. Um, and, and this I will is with. Please go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say that's without even seeing Rachel's morning after. Yes, yeah, it's without seeing Rachel's morning after. I also, uh, for clarity's sake, everyone, I do try to be very specific in my criteria of counting dates or counting kisses rather uh i i don't count stuff where it's just sort of a continuous string of kisses uh as multiples i try to okay have a clear definition of beginning and end uh <laughs> it's a real science I, I try i do my best everyone it it hurts me to do my best here because I actually have to pay attention to Matt's terrible kissing techniques. <laughs> uh, I guess just learning what not to do in my own life here. Uh, but yeah, 33, and that's not even in including the one blown kiss from the balcony. I don't oh, know if you I remember that. that. 
Yes. Uh, I don't even remember who that was to, if that was to It was not Rachel. It wasn't Rachel, obviously. I think it was Michelle. Yeah, so they were sort of up in that castle, I believe. Yeah, so that's not even counting that that kiss. So we had a real productive episode, everyone. Um, And I will say, uh, if my quick count was correct, that that puts us over 100 kisses for the season that have been shown on on screen very impressive Matt. <laughs> uh i'm not impressed i'm disgusted ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes what what great times to be alive he is definitely productive i'll give him that where can where can people send us stuff, comments, whatever? Um, our email is groupdatespod at gmail.com. Yes, and we do check that. So if you have any questions or comments or things that you want us to go over or include in the show maybe, uh, definitely email us because we're pretty new to this whole podcasting thing and we want to create a show that is interesting gets your attention compelling so definitely reach out if you are inclined to do so i guess that is all we have for this week any final words christy no thanks for listening this has been group dates and hot takes a bachelor nation podcast i'm sampy i'm christy and we'll see you next week want to do this spiel christy tell the people where to reach us oh yeah we're on instagram uh-huh. um group dates podcast and our email is group dates pod at gmail.com and what's that email group dates podcast at gmail.com no no you were right before <laughs> i oh, just wanted okay. to say it again <laughs> i just i I couldn't remember which one it was. Let me yeah, no, double no. check. It, it, no, you were right. It's groupdatespod at gmail.com. <laughs>